Howdy roundabout, all you shaggy goose egg boys, and welcome back to another episode of Al Pacino's Prison Scene. This week, uh, I'm Thomas, and with me is Jake. Wayne's World, Wayne's World, party time, excellent. I was going to say this week, uh, we have a recommendation. Party on, Thomas. Party on, Jake. But I forgot we're supposed to say our names first. But this week, we're doing Wayne's World, and it came from a recommendation. We got an email. Subject line was Rob Lowe. It's from our trusty boy, Sam. And it says, hey, it's me, the guy who suggested Friday the 13th. I've got a better movie suggested for you. Wayne's World. Love the podcast. Sam. Sent from my iPhone. So we know Sam has an iPhone. Okay. Don't know what to do with that information. Uh, But yeah, today we're talking about Wayne's World. However, we're also recording this really early in the morning. And by really early, I mean it's 930. Hey. But I have not been awake for an hour yet. Hey, me either. So. Wait. Yes, I have. That's not true. This this may be interesting, and you might hear me yawn a couple of times. Why did so, you do that? Because I'm already doing it now. Well, well, I think you've yawned on the podcast before. I don't know if have I, I have. That could be a lie. I don't know. Probably you're in Friday the 13th. Um, that's not a good movie. But this one is. Okay. So thank you, uh, Sam. But yeah, we're doing Wayne's World. Uh, if you want to watch it, I watched it on Tubi. You can watch yes. it on there with ads. Yes. Or if you live in my parents' house, you have it on DVD. So you can watch it that way. If you do, make sure to tell mom I said hi. Okay. Well, if you watch it at Thomas's house. I'm not going to tell you where I live. But make sure to tell. Some of you probably already know. Danielle Marie. Uh, oh, I forgot. Her middle name's Kirkland, too. Yeah. Shout out to my mom. Tell her I said hello. Which I... <laughs> when uh, I I honestly, when when Rebecca was calling me... From your phone. Jake, Jake's talking about a real life thing now, not a movie thing. I thought it was your mom. Well, you said, is this mom? <laughs> and then she said yes. I said yes. Oh, you said yes? Yeah, I think. I don't know. I don't remember. That was two days ago. Too long. All but, right. but we're talking about Wayne's World, man. The movie, this this was the second Saturday Night Live movie. I thought it might have been the first, but it was not. Oh, was that so then the Night of the Roxbury was before this? No, Night of the Roxbury was like 10th. What the first the first one was Blues Brothers in like 1980, and then this was like ten or so years after that. I didn't know that was a thing. Well, the Blues Brothers, yeah. Like, what do you mean? I didn't know that. I just uh, that... You, you didn't know that it was SNL. Or you didn't know that movie existed. I didn't know that movie existed. Oh, yeah, John Belushi, uh, John Belushi, Dan yeah. Aykroyd, the uh, the uh, Onion uh, Head Ghost, Onion Head Ghost himself. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we're talking about Wayne's World. So I guess I'll go ahead and get into a recap. I watched it yesterday. Should be fresh. Probably probably not. But uh, okay. Um, Wayne's World. The movie opens with a couple watching commercials and flipping through the TV. Rob Lowe. And then they get to Wayne's World. And then Rob Lowe is talking to his girlfriend. He's like, people really watch this stuff? And she's like, yeah, man, it's Wayne's World. And he's like... Okay, and then they have a guest who has like a suck vacuum, and Wayne's like, "Yeah, this product really sucks." And then he like looks at the camera and he's like, <laughs> starts laughing silently. And then Garth gets a suck cut, uh, even though I don't think he actually uses loses any here. No, I don't think he does either. And uh, yeah, that's how the movie starts. Um, this is a great product. Not. not. <laughs> um, I have no idea what actually happens after that. Oh, they go, they then they get in the car and they're like, let's listen to Being Medium Rhapsody. Oh, we got a drunk guy on the street that's really our friend, so we're going to pick him up and go to the donut shop. Hey, uh, Garth, that girl you like's here, but also Stacy's here. Uh oh. And then Stacy's like Wayne's ex girlfriend. Not Stacy's mom. No, not Stacy's mom. Uh, and they broke up like three months ago or something like that. I think it was like two weeks. <laughs> well, uh, same thing. Time and time, time's a flat circle. Happening happened, will happen. Um, and Stacy's like, I got you a present. You want to open it? And Wayne's like, not really. What? What's that from? What? I just watched that. Happening Happened Will Happen? Oh, that's from Adventure Time. Yes. The finale. Oh, okay. so you finished it? Yes, I did. Okay, we'll talk about that after. Um, yeah, I listen to that song a lot. If you want to, if it's a good song, if you want to listen to the finale song from Adventure Time, look up Happening Happened Will Happen on YouTube. But listen to the version by Rebecca Sugar. It's not related to Wayne's World, but it's a good song. Anyways, uh, Stacy gives him a gun rack, and he's like, "Stacy, what am I gonna do with a gun rack? I don't even have a gun, let alone several guns to put on a gun rack." And she's like, "You don't like it?" 
And he's like, no. And then she's like, you know what, Wayne? If you're not careful, one of these days you're going to lose me. And then she storms off. And then Wayne's just like, oh. But also before that, as soon as they enter the coffee shop, Wayne and Garth talk to the camera a lot. But then the um, donut shop guy takes over the camera and starts talking about how like he killed a guy or something. I killed a man with this dog. Um, and I think that is important. I might bring it up later or I'll forget about it. Because I've noticed sometimes I would say, we'll talk about that later. And then we don't. But that's okay. Because y'all, you probably didn't realize that either. Well, later exists indefinitely, so. Okay. Um, and then what happens after that? After the coffee shop? They go to a concert? Yeah, they go to the concert and they meet Tia. Oh, at the uh, Hot House or whatever it's called. Shawshank Redemption. Coal Stack. I have uh, I don't know. Sure. Gas uh, gas tank. And then they meet Tia Carrera, who plays Cassandra. And then the song Dreamweaver plays because Wayne thinks she's super hot. And then she comes off save and she punches punches a guy. And Garth becomes like MacGyver slash Mission Impossible. It tases a dude very briefly. I don't know what all that was about. Um, but then, yeah. So that happens. And then he talks to Wayne talks to the girl on the roof and learns Cantonese. Or whatever it was. I hope it's Cantonese, because if not, that's probably racist. I'm pretty said sure that. it is. Um, and then Stacy comes up there and is like, look at me, Garth, and then or Wayne. And then Wayne like says this three-word thing, but it's actually like a long paragraph. And then uh, Cassandra's like, hey, don't beat yourself up, man. And then Stacy falls through the roof. And then the next morning, they're at a car shop, and their drunk friend is like, yo, I, was last bar- I went to a party last night, saw the concert, blah, blah, blah. And then, because he's sober now, and then Wayne's like, "Dude, we were there," which that's the only part of that movie where the dude's sober. By the way, he's drunk for the rest of it. Um, and then, I think this happens next. Rob Lowe meets with Mister Vanderhoff, Noah Vanderhoff, and it's like, "Hey, we gotta get these public access boys to sell your arcade." And then he's like, "No." And then Rob Lowe is like, "But I'm convincing you that it's your idea." And then he's like, "Oh, okay." And so then he's like, then then he, they sign him. And then he meets with Garth and Wayne at this restaurant. And Garth like chokes on something and spits it in the fancy drink. And then Garth takes the camera under the table. And he's like, you see the Twilight episode where that dude signs a contract and then his tongue turns into a snake or something? Oh, I wrote it down. What did he say? He said they cut it off and put it in a jar. And then it like multiplies and has a little baby tongues. Sure. That's what I said. Um, and then they sign the contracts and they, cause they each get $5,000 and then, um, I don't know, Garth Wayne starts buying a bunch of stuff and then they go and like rehearse and you got to go five, four, three. And then they're like, well, why can't we just say two, one? And he's like, cause you can't. And then Garth and them are mouthing along and they're like, don't do that. And then they're nodding their heads and they're like, don't do that. And then. And then they then they get it right, I think. And then so at some point, Garth or Wayne is like with Cassandra again, and in the bed, and he's like, "Would you still love me if uh, I was the worst person in the world, and I had all the fans, and I'm really old, and you got to change my diaper and stuff?" And then she's like, "Yeah." And then she gets a phone call, and he's like, "Happy birthday, Mr. President!" <laughs> and she can't take it, so she's got to get off the phone. Uh, and then eventually she signs a contract with Rob Lowe. I don't know when that happens exactly. But she only does it because Wayne says she should. Um, and then at some point, Wayne is like, Wayne Wayne interviews Noah Vanderhoff and is like... Well, he's a guest on the show. Yes. And he writes on the cards. He calls him a sphincter boy. And Rob Lowe didn't like that very much. So he's like, you're fired. And he's like, Shaw, I'll just take my show with me. And then I don't know why that turned into whatever that was. Uh, and then Rob's like, you can't, I own the show. And he, Wayne's like, dang. And he leaves. And then Garth is like, uh, on the show. Uh, and so then Wayne goes to Cassandra and is like, you got to not do your music video. And then Cassandra's like, well, I'm breaking up with you. And he's like, oh, rats. But before that happened, he bought the famous guitar. That did, that does that not, happened a while before. Yeah, that doesn't, that doesn't come back later, but it does happen. Um, and also at some point, Garth and Wayne went to an Alice Cooper concert and talked to the security guard who was like, yeah, man, this guy's going to go to all these places later. And they're like, well, that was a lot of information that we didn't need to know for some reason. And then later, he's like, Shaw, good thing the security guard heard all that information. 
Right, because they need it later. Um, and then they sit on the... Uh, uh, this is all right. So now I'm going back to after Dwayne left the station. Uh, they sit on the car in the airport, and then they're like, I hate you, Garth. And Garth's like, well, I hate you, Wayne. And he says a lot of stuff that's unintelligible because of the airplane, but we can assume that he said a bunch of bad words. Did um, go. Yeah, and then, so then Wayne leaves. And I'm gone. Something happens. I don't remember what. But then they become friends again, and they're like, that's when then they say what Jake said about the security guard, and they're talking in the donut shop. And they have this plan to go save Cassandra from the music video and Rob Lowe. Oh, they also went to Rob Lowe's house at one point, and then Garth was going around reading everything, and there was one note that said, steal public access television and exploit them. <laughs> Feel bad for whoever that is. And then Wayne also said he'll have the cream of some young guy. And then there's a really long pause for us to laugh, but I didn't laugh, so it was just really awkward. Um, Unless that was the goal. Think about that. No. Maybe they were self-aware. No. There's also a scene where like they're talking about sponsorships, and he's like, Pizza Hut, Pepsi Cola, I'm taking a pill. And Garth is wearing all the Reebok clothes. Uh, so that's cool. And then they hash this plan, and then they're like, Hey, other TV guy, Rob Lowe's not your friend. And he's like, Rats. And then the, one of the guys in the band is like, dude, I love you. And he's like, I know. And the dude says, no, I love you. And the girl is like, you just got to say thank you, man. And the guy's just like, ah. So then they steal all the food, the, the recording stuff. And they do an episode of Wayne's World in Wayne's Basement. But before that, Wayne goes and gets Cassandra. And he's like, and he has this Oscar moment as per the text on the screen. And then they're like, oh, Cassandra's like, I'm going to go with you because you destroyed all the, my, the film, so I can't do the music video anymore. Uh, and so then they go, and then it all ends horribly. Mr. Big shows up and he's like, man, I heard your song on the radio and I don't want to sign you. You suck. Uh, and then Rob Lowe comes in and is like, yeah, you guys suck. And then the house burns down. And then Rob, and then Wayne and Garth are like, why? That actually happened? Yeah. I do not remember and that. And then... And then it's like on the beach with Cassandra and Rob Lowe. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. And okay, then okay. they're like, did you think that was actually how the movie was going to end? And then Garth is like, let's do the Scooby-Doo ending. So they go back and they do the Scooby-Doo ending. And then Rob Lowe shows up to the house. Oh, Rob Lowe also had to get his cavity searched. And the Terminator from Terminator 2 was in the movie at Anal one point. cavity. Yes. Um, so then they do the Scooby-Doo ending. And they unmask him, and it's old man whatever owned Withers. the amusement park yeah. or whatever. It's Rob Lowe, really. And then they're like, that was fun. Now let's do the happy feel-good ending. And they do that, and then Rob Lowe is like, you know what? Even though I'm like perfect in every way, and I've got the best car in the world and the best job in the world, uh, that can only get you so far in America. Better up in um and then that guy's like you know what i learned that two grown men can love each other because that's okay or something like that and then the movie ends and then in the credits garth and wayne are like that was pretty good and wayne says something that i wrote down and garth is just sits there and he's like how do we know when it's time to leave and then garth and then Wayne's like they'll probably just fade to black and it fades to black and garth says can't believe they just did that so, yeah, that's the movie. I know that was all over the place. However, yes. I don't remember anything that you said. Good. At all. All right, let's get into this. All right, so that was Wayne's World. Tune in next week for uh, Banana Time with Mr. Sasquatch. Wayne's World. Wayne's World. Party on. Excellent. All right. Uh, so this movie is a, a lot better than I remember it being. How many times have you seen this? This might be my third time. I this was my second time. I've only seen it once before. It might have so been like I did not remember a lot of the things that happened. Yeah, well, uh, we were watching Alice in Wonderland last night. Which one? The uh, original one from the nineteen fifties. Disney animated. Yeah, but like starring there were, Alice. Yeah, there were things that were happening. I was like, this is not an Alice in Wonderland. We were watching it, and it's like I do not remember this. Now, granted, I haven't seen that movie a lot either. But there are, like, the classic things you think of when you see Alice in Wonderland. Yeah. And some of that stuff was not it. Okay. And so, same here. 
There was stuff like I don't remember Cassandra at all. Really? That's yeah. that was like the only thing I remembered because my dad pointed it out and said something about it when we watched it the first time. The only thing I remember is Wayne and Garth. She's also in True Lies, which I watched over Christmas break. Who? Cassandra? Yeah. Tia Carrera. I, I don't remember what she looks like. She's Asian. Okay. Uh but yeah. Uh, so Wayne's World, I think most people would watch, and you'll either be like, haha, this is great, or you'll be like, this is the dumbest movie ever made. Which, it's actually genius, so if you think that, you're the dumbest person. Well, but I was seen. about to say, uh, so if you follow us on Twitter, you know that we do a fishbowl sometimes. Not when there's a requested movie, but... So yeah, all you Shaggy Goose Egg boys... We watch your movies, so email us. We pull out a fishbowl and are like, this movie is what we're doing today. And I, Jake, there's a few movies Jake wanted to put into the fishbowl, but I wouldn't let him because they were spoofs or satires. And I was like, spoofs and satires already have meaning. Uh, they just might seem like they don't. And Wayne's World is not a movie that I would have considered a spoof or satire. But after, after watching it, I think it is a spoof of like, capitalism and consumer culture now that is what i like to hear thomas down with the man down with america down with the government down with the world anarchy down with the world what are we gonna do without the world watch movies baby um okay in space uh you know that movie you know that meme that's like in space no one can hear you scream no it's like no it's like uh it's 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 like, it's like the two astronauts in outer space. Oh, and, and then like it like, always was. It always has been. Yeah. What's gonna happen is we're gonna blow up, or we're gonna go out in outer space, and, and the Earth's gonna be flat. No, the Earth is gonna be a CD or a DVD player. And you're gonna be like, what? It's a DVD player, and then I'm gonna be like, it always, it always has been. Okay. And that's the meaning of Wayne's World. Wayne's World. Okay. Um, so yeah, and like this is seen pretty close to the beginning in the Bohemian Rhapsody scene. There's like what seemed to be like out of place. Ugh, ugh. Well, before you, there's something before that too. Sorry, that's that better out about than consumerism and capitalism. Okay, which I was thinking about going down that route, but I was like, you know what? I talk about that a lot. I'm gonna try a different view. Yeah, but this is actually it's actually here this time. <laughs> I know, but I was trying. But if you the TV, when they flip the TVs, um, all of the channels are on advertisements. Yeah, yeah, that's why except... I, I mentioned that. And I wrote that down. Except for Wayne's World. Yeah. Because I wrote down, that, like, maybe this was suggesting that Wayne's World was, like, the alternative media or whatever. But, yeah, the fact that they were all ads, you know, that was definitely yeah. done on purpose. And, and one of them is Noah Vanderhoff. That's his first name. Yeah, yeah, right. Because it's Noah's arcade. Okay, yeah, yeah. The yeah, his wife, guy. his wife, the brilliant a marketing strategist, just it just came out of her mouth one day. Noah's arcade, and here we go. The top arcade ever. You know the difference between Pac-Man and Mrs. Pac-Man? The bow. Yeah, Mrs. Pac-Man has a bow. Yeah, that's it. Okay, but he's a re- he's a sphincter boy. So, um, but just so like when they're driving, you know, there's like seemingly random shots of several places i think and the only one i can remember is is wide castle but they show all these other places and then i think in, when they go in the donut shop you know i mentioned that the uh boss of the establishment takes the camera away and i think that could possibly be commentary on how like corporations take away from the little man or whatever i agree to that that they like yeah because, like, think about, like, and I know this is at Office Depot, too. Uh, you can boycott them if you want, because I'm going to have a job regardless. Um, is it, like, I was looking at, like, the uh, upchargers that we do? Or, like, I think that's right. Like, when, when a product is priced above, like, the manufacturing cost, and it's ridiculous, man. It's, like, more than 50%. Yeah, money, 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 money. Like... Um, like a box of like a ream of papers, like twenty bucks. A ream, yeah. Like R E A M, yeah. What is that? It's like the box, like the thing. It's like the five hundred pieces of paper. That's oh. like that. Why is it called a ream? I don't know. I'm not Office Depot. Well, I just worked there. Oh, okay, but yeah, 
and like manufacturing cost is like three dollars so it's like 17 extra dollars you're paying for that paper and now granted there's like middleman there's like middleman and stuff but still like holy crap so yeah down with uh the markets let's go back to bartering here i got a pig i'll trade it for some wood some lumber no we gotta have that paper Otherwise, we wouldn't have rap. You can't rap about bartering. Rap? Yeah. Like? Like the music. I'm confused. It's all about that paper, boy. Oh, okay. Well. You can't rap about, I just took my neighbor's pig and I'm going to dig. Just a bunch of farm and a bunch of parm. I think you just disproved yourself because you just rapped. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. Do each their own, I guess. Let uh, us know in the comments below. Do you think rap could work without that money, baby? Yes. No. No. Ah, you said it. No, it can't. Um, so then, like, and then the 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 obviously the prominent scene that reflects this is the scene I mentioned with the Pizza Hut and the Pepsi and the medicine and the and the Reeboks and like because 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 Rob Lowe's like you're selling out. I'm gonna get you to sell out, and then. Who, Wayne? Wayne says, contractor, no. I will not bow to any sponsor as he's and eating then, yeah, the pizza. Yeah, yeah. And then he says, maybe I'm wrong about this one, but for me, the beat doesn't include selling out. And I think that's when he's drinking Pepsi. And then what he says, what do you think, Garth? And Garth says, it's like people only do things because they get paid. And that's just really that's, sad. Yeah, that's when he's wearing like all the Reebok stuff. Yeah. Which um, does not look good in my opinion. No. To like a full on tracksuit, and so I do think that reflects that statement about consumerism and all that stuff. But I also think that that's an interesting take on like wife's philosophy, the fact that people only do things if they get paid. Because, um, so I'm going to mention this, Jake, and if you don't like that, I'm mentioning it, then I can cut it out. But uh, Jake's been trying to do a community table read with a couple of people for the past like week or so. Um, and then some of the people he's asked has been like, well, like, why, 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 why are we doing this? Okay. Okay. I thought you were going to bash me, but you're bashing me. No, no, no. Yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. Um, and it's like, you know, it, it doesn't matter why, first of all. But it's like this is this thing that people seem to think that, like, you know, everything has to have a reason, you yeah. know? Well, and like, and like, granted, like, I think Community is one of the best shows ever. Right. And I'm sure, unfortunately, all film students will agree if they've seen it. Because it is. It's, Say unfortunately? Yeah. <laughs> well, because that means it's like, it's like a, it's like, <clears throat> it's like when, when we were talking to Victoria and she was like, I feel like all film students wear flannel jackets. Oh, yeah. It's the same thing. It's like, I feel like all film students like the show. Because, but it is, it is so good. Yeah. Um, and my response to them when they asked me, like, why? First off, I was kind of confused. But, like, secondly, I was like, because I think it would be fun. Yeah. And, like, that's really all that matters, you know? And it's like, even with this podcast, you know, whenever someone finds out we do we do it, usually the first thing they ask is, oh, what class is this for? And it's like, it's not for a class. Like, oh, some people, that, I think Lucas asked me about that, maybe, for the... Uh, for the table community thing? thing? Yeah. yeah. And so, like, like people have this idea, like, everything has to be for something. No one can ever just do something for the sake of doing it. And I think that's probably grown more so. I mean, I'm sure it was, it's probably been always prevalent through society, but I feel like that's grown more so with like our reliance on technology and things like nobody ever just like goes out to go out or like, we'll just like, I feel like people would just like walk in the park less or whatever, you know, like nobody people, I feel like people don't, just just people just don't live for the sake of living yeah and i agree with you and i think the bohemian rhapsody montage also plays into that as well like you're saying oh it's symbolic of like you know all this corporations and uh like how they're like sneaking into our society and stuff and i think that like wayne and garth and i'll and i'll get into uh wayne specifically later but like Bohemian Rhapsody, you know, plays along while this montage, and they're just kind of chilling. They are doing that. They are just living yeah. their lives, chilling and having a good time, seeing all their buddies. Um, so I think there is that little bit of duality in that scene. Why? Oh, because it's like 
that contrasted with right. The so like they're all in the car listening and having a jam sesh to Bohemian Rhapsody, and on the outside looking in. Did y'all hear that? My knuckles. Your what? <laughs> knuckles. <laughs> it's all like the brands and like the flashing neon lights. Yeah. Which which goes back to the idea of like sensationalism that I that I was that I had been talking about in Real Steel. Real Steel. Free mm-hmm. real estate. Yep. Um free real estate. So also they sign a contract. And that's when Garth is like, Twilight Zone, blah, 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 blah. I meant to look that up, probably, but I didn't. And Wayne is like... Wayne just, like, signs it yeah, okay. immediately. Looks good. All right. Yeah. yeah. They're okay. in between lawyers at the moment. Yeah. Um, But, you know, the, like, the contract, you know, that's... You know, Wayne's World is not the first movie to do this, but right. that's symbolic of, like, you know, losing your artistic freedom and, like, creative integrity. Well, switch, it, those, switch those words. And before that, you know, even when uh, Benjamin Kane, which is Rob Lowe's character, okay, is like I trying, never learned his name, is like trying to swindle Vanderhoff. Yeah, yeah like yeah. the first thing he, the first thing he thinks about when he sees uh, Wayne's World is, huh, I can sell this to Vanderhoff. Yeah, that's about Rob. And, and then, um, yeah, and you know, I wrote that down in the in the meeting when he's talking to Vanderhoff. Vanderhoff. It's like completely against the idea. He's no, because like, he's like he's like these guys are stupid. And then and then Rob Lowe's he so expertly manipulates uh, Vanderhoff. He what does he say? He asked a question. What's the question that he asks? Uh, he asks him if like there's something that he can't explain or whatever. I think because he's like, well, I can't talk about how there's new games or whatever every week. Yeah, but 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 Rob Lowe asks the other guy something and is like, Hey, uh, producer guy. Something, 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 something. And okay. the producer's like, Oh, dooba, dooba, dooba. and then Rob Lowe's like, yeah, 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 yeah. And the producer's like, Oh, dooba, 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 dooba. and then Vanderhoff's like, Hmm. Who's Brian Dale Murray, by the way. Yes. And then Benjamin Gaines, like, you see? And then uh producer's like, always has been. Yep. And and I, I, I agree. And I wrote down that like that scene is, uh, like commentary is going to be my word of the day, I guess. That scene is, is like commentary on the fact that, you know, we are so reliant on our corporations and like the figureheads that run them, yet they are so... I'm not inept is not the right word, but they're not probably as intelligent as they would want you to believe because Vanderhoff is so easily, as Jake put it, swindled by Rob Lowe's character into accepting uh, the sponsorship of Wayne's World. You know what? I bet he doesn't watch movies. Wayne watched a movie. No, I'm talking about uh, Vanderhoff. And- Wayne watched We Can Be Heroes. Because he says, um, where is it? I wrote it down. It's just like Star Wars, Star Trek The Next Generation. In many ways, it's superior, but it will never be as recognizable as the original. So I wrote or down, did he watch Star Trek? Wayne watched We Can Be Heroes because The Next Generation is better than the first. Wait, no, he says the opposite. No. He says Star Wars, Star Trek The Next Generation, in many ways, is superior but it will never be as recognizable as the original. Oh, okay, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 wait, no. Yeah, it's superior. He said it's superior. The original is superior. No, the next generation is superior, oh, but, but it will never be as recognizable. Oh, okay, 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 okay. I got you, I got you. All right. It's because they got a bald guy. Everyone knows the bald guy's the better. You talking about Picard? Yeah. Which I'm pretty sure next generation is not as good as... Well, I, well, I haven't seen very much of it, but I think I would prefer next generation. I've only seen one episode, so... It's got the Borg, and it's a good Klingon, and it's got Jordy LaForge. Oh, who's the reading rainbow guy from Community? You mean Levar Burton? Yeah, but Jordy LaForge is the character, and it's got uh, Wesley Crusher, huh? Which is Will Wheaton? Oh yeah, Wheaton. Uh, ten bucks if you get that reference. I do not. Does that mean I have to give you ten bucks? No, 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 no. Only okay. ten bucks if you do get the reference. Gotcha. Which nobody's cashed in yet, so. Ten bucks are waiting, folks. 
well, the right is stacked up now. Probably someone someone could be up to a hundred at this point. They could, but they need to tell me, or else they don't get the money. Right. Do you have to remember that you asked them? Because if you have to remember, then they've all expired. I remember. All of them? Yeah. Right, what did you say last week? Did you say one last week? No. Week before that? No. Week before that? Yes. What did you say? I said if you get that reference, 10 bucks. But which? what was the reference? What was the movie that we did? I don't know. Well, well, how many weeks ago was that? Ninja Turtles. I think. Yeah, so this scene, you know, in particular, <laughs> like you're talking about, definitely has... Yeah, okay, change the subject, mister, <laughs> I remember. Um, but yeah, that scene definitely. But it's interesting. The Vanderhoff boss, you yeah. know, I'm tricking you. Yeah. And then, yeah, like Wayne... Okay, so Wayne... I can't tell, because like a lot of times in these movies... What'll happen is like who we assume is like the main protagonist. And I think it's safe to assume that Wayne is this in this case. Which world? Um falls into the guise of like this like, oh your show's still gonna be the same, just still gonna be the same, all this, all this, all this. And they get sucked into this level of like corporate entanglement there you go yeah corporate entanglement and in a way he does but he also doesn't well even in one one thing i thought was interesting in the rehearsal is the rehearsal is very different than the actual taping of the show so like that says to me that rob Lowe and producer guy um <laughs> knew how wayne would react because they didn't do all this stuff they didn't tell wayne all the stuff they were going to do yeah when, because like but when it was they, in the contract when they actually filmed yes when they actually filmed the episode you know they got that big sign and they got right. the announcer dude which the announcer asked Garth how to pronounce his last name but didn't didn't say it at all in the thing so I don't know why he asked him that it's, dude uh, and then like they interviewed Noah and I don't think Wayne knew that that was going to happen but then of course he put his spin on it like I said he wrote Victor Boy on the cards and then Noah was like I thought that went really well I'm yawning hold on <sighs> Yeah, don't yawn. Yawning's for weak. It's true. Yeah, exactly. And so you know, like like we said, there was that one scene where he put the little spin on it, where he did do corporate sponsorships. But throughout the entire film, Wayne is trying to shut down these like money making maneuvers, like consistently. Right. And then, like at the end, there is no conflict of the show or my friends. Yeah, he just leaves. Yeah, my friends. Well, yeah, if it, ultimately, yeah. But like when he gets fired, he leaves, and that's what Garth like gets mad at, so mad at him about is because he's like, "You just left and didn't tell me." Well, that's true, but that's a conflict of like this friendship, their relationship, not between Wayne and the corporate entanglement. Yeah. Which is why, like, I was I was wondering if this film was about that or not, because like the main conflict, although egged on because of this corporation stuff it's not the main conflict yeah well i think i think that the movie has like two primary focuses one is that corporation consumerism blah 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 but then also and i didn't write very much on this because i was mainly focusing on that that aspect of it but then especially at the end when we get to multiple endings i was like oh this is also kind of like satirizing just hollywood in general uh, and that's most notable at the end, obviously, when they do the Scooby-Doo ending and the happy ending, which I would argue could be called the Hollywood ending. Um, but also when uh, they're in the bedroom, him and Cassandra, and it says gratuitous sex scene. And then later, you know, when he's like begging to get her back and it says like Oscars scene or whatever. Yeah. Um, and obviously those are played for comedy. And then in the SNL skit that this movie was based on, they would do things like that and have like text on the screen like that. So that's obviously just like carried over from there. But because this is the film and those are like saying things that aren't actually happening on screen, but likely would happen in an actual like Oscar movie. I think that it is kind of poking fun at the Hollywood system and um, how it all works. You know, you've seen Blazing Saddles, right? Yes. So, I mean, that's like what the end of Blazing Saddles yes. is about, right? Which, as a matter of fact, that I'm pretty sure that was one of the movies Jake wanted to put in and I wouldn't let him. Uh, yeah. But now he's Wayne's World, so maybe we can do Blazing Saddles. Well, okay, so if we're to assume that these people are filmmakers, you know, Lorne Michaels is, you know, 
the creator of SNL and some of the Tonight Shows and stuff. And Michael Myers. Tonight Show is plural? Or maybe it was just the Tonight Show. Well, like, like you know, it's like the Tonight you Show mean, with. like talk shows? Like, what do you mean Tonight Shows? The Tonight Show It's only with... one, the Tonight Show. Okay, the Tonight Show. Okay. That one. But, you know, there's, like, different, like, because they change hosts. Hosts, yeah. Um, where's it going with that? I don't know. I derailed you. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Because. How did that remind you? It didn't. I'm just oh, trying to figure out. Okay. But, like, in, in words, just, like, Mike Myers is this fantastic actor. Genius. Um, I think it's safe to assume that they have, like, film knowledge. So I think that this may might be like an allusion to well, he wrote the movie, Lord Michaels. No, oh, and uh, Mike Myers. Mike Myers. Yeah, I think it's safe to assume that this definitely could be like an allusion to Blazing Saddles, at least in some semblance, like using the same techniques and trying to get the same point across. Whoa! What do you mean the same techniques? Well, just like like the same like way of like exploiting Hollywood. Did you know that Blazing Saddles had the first fart on screen? I did not know that. This is a scene by the fire when they're all eating a bunch of beans. And one of the reasons I really love that fact is because it's not like a little... <laughs> but like, they they all are like... <laughs> and so like, it's the first fart on screen. And it's like, like, like a solid probably minute at least of farts. I did not know that, but that's fantastic. Yeah. Because right. like censorship and stuff... Was not that good. Just got stuff all over my laptop. Yeah, it was all the farts. Ew. They were wet and juicy. No, stop. Um. Yeah. So then there's also that all that stuff at the end and all that movie, movie. Well, and, and the whole the whole film is like set up like it. it... Early well, then, on, and then you this... also I don't know if this is like feeds into that or not, but you also have. I would say weird pop culture references, like the part where they're doing the Laverne and Shirley theme song for some reason. And then the T-1000 shows up and is like, have you seen this kid? And he's like, ah! And like, I don't know if that was supposed to be commentary on something, but it definitely happened. Well, maybe, maybe it's just like, it's a way to nod to like the Hollywood and like a way to be like, like my, what my you're roommate, seeing my is... roommate walked in on that scene and he was like what the heck was that all about Zach yeah and uh then I was like that was the Terminator was that when you met the mouse no okay and, and I was like oh that was the Terminator and he was like but wh- why was he looking for a kid I was like that was John Connor and he was like oh you mean that was actually the Terminator and I was like yeah yeah did he know it was Wayne's World or did no he... no he did not know what I was watching okay well, it, it might just be like one of those things where like, yeah, yeah, you yeah, you know what's up. You're right. Like saying like let's say other people are reading into this about like Hollywood and stuff. That may have been their way just to be like, Yeah, you know what's up. You're picking up what I'm putting down. Yeah. Um, so like I mentioned earlier that they signed contracts. And at some point, uh he's talking to Cassandra, I think. And he says Somebody was this one. I don't remember who he said says this, but he says, "If you label me, you negate me." And one one reason I think that's very interesting is because for musicians, you know, when they sign a contract, usually they sign onto a record label, right? And so like that phrasing is there, the label. Uh, and so I I wrote that this, um, you know, that signifies that when you sign a label or just sign a contract, like an industry contract, then you the artists are now negated because you're a part of like this corporate entity. Yeah. And I agree with that. And something that I wrote down is like, let me find it. Oh, is that like, you know, and I think this, and I think this goes back to what you were saying about like doing things just for fun is like, although Wayne does want to make a career out of Wayne's world, it's not a career to make money. It's a career so that he can do this. And also be able to sustain his livelihood. Well, yeah, I was about to say, like, it's not that he, you know, wants to sell out, but, you know. You got to make money, bro. Yeah, money, money. And and I think that's super true for Wayne. And that, like, also, like, see, this is seen time and time again, and it truly is a sellout. Like, in any story where there's a sellout, is that you that when you do that, 
you lose what like the show was traditionally and originally. Yeah. And like I see the super scene when they bring down, you know, the sign and they have the announcer and all that stuff and the green screen. It's like this isn't Wayne's world. You were to take a trip to Delaware? Yeah. Hi. I'm in Delaware. That was, New York? That was a good joke. Yeah, it was. If you get that well, there's already ten bucks on the table, so we'll just add that. You gotta get two two out of two for the ten bucks. Two out of two, ten out of ten would do recommend. Will happen happening happen again or yep. whatever. Yep. But yeah, like for real. Like, you know, Vimer. Party on. Party on, Wayne. You leave it up. Well, so so at the end at the end of the movie, during the credits, they're like, Oh, I hope you like the movie. But then Wayne says I hope you call caught onto the underlying revisionist conceit that underlies the film's emotional attachments to the subject matter. So I'm trying to figure out what revisionist conceit means because I think he's like trying to just straight up tell us. Well, I don't have any internet, so I think he's oh. I think he's just trying to straight up tell us like what the movie was about. Revisionist conceit. Like revisionist to me means like that you're like rewriting history or whatever. Oh, this is it's in the Urban Dictionary. Let's see. Is it? Uh-uh. Oh wait, no. What? I don't want that. Oh, what the, I, the, I don't even know what website that is. Also, at one point, they, into Italian. They say, "Well, that's not helpful." At uh, one, one point, they say that Rob Lowe's character is not one of us. Uh, it's as if he wants us to be liked by everyone, and that's like pretty blatant commentary, I would say. They like, you know, he's the corporate guy. So he's he's kind of okay, so yeah. in a way. Revisionism is reject traditionally held beliefs about a particular historical event or events. What's a conceit? Or uh, advocating a policy of revision or modification. Well, conceit... So maybe they're saying we need to rewrite the Hollywood system. Is excessive pride in oneself. Uh, a fanciful expression in writing or speech. Elaborate metaphor. What? He's, so Jake's giving me the looking eyes. Well, it says elaborate metaphor. Yeah. So that's what Wayne's World is. Yeah. It's an elaborate metaphor about rewriting, like what you just said, rewriting the Hollywood system. Okay. There you go. Boom, baby. And this is why it wasn't in the uh, fishbowl. Or do we put it the fishbowl? I don't know. Possibly. There might be a point where we pull it out and we're like, oh, we already did this. Because Mike Myers straight up tells us. He's like, hey, man, Shaw, this movie's about risen. But it's also during the credits. So, you know, at this time, if someone saw this in theaters, they might have left and not stayed. Exactly. And not it's only on for that. the people who know. Right. They're only for they're that that's only for the people the who, true shaggy goose egg who boys. see the world as a DVD player like it is in its true form. And it always has been. It always has been. Those are the people that we gotta stand up and we gotta rise. And we gotta say, "Down with the man! Down right. with the system! System of a down! System of down!" Yeah, that sounds like a good video game. Do you not know what that is? No, you don't know that. No. I don't, need, I don't really either. Yeah, I'm losing all the money today. It's it's like a song. System Sit down. Are you talking about down with the sickness? System of a down. It's a band. Get down they're, with the sickness. I think they're the ones who do uh, chop suey. Uh, the drum. You know, that's like no. No. I do not know to what you are referring. All right, back to Wayne's because you can't end a sentence in a preposition. This is an English class, Thomas. It can be. All right, teach me a lesson. Uh, that's all I had, but class, so class is, is over. Yeah, class all is right. Well, it's not a class anymore then. Yeah. Now the world is your oyster. Remember, oysters ain't for me. Always have You're the bell of the ball, but you ain't my cup of tea. What are you singing? Oh, what's next? Is it System of a Down? No. Are you talking? I'm going to think of the next song lyric. Uh, What were we talking about before? They always say you're best in show, but this dog, he disagrees. I like life at Patty's Pub. There's a place I go 
There's a place. Is that the one, the spider song? Yeah, but it's it's when he when he's yeah. The later is a spider song. He goes, "There is a spider deep in my soul." All right, if you've never watched, I've mentioned the show before, but it's always sunny in Philadelphia. It's a good show. That's from the episode the gang desperately tries to get an award. I don't know what season that is, but it's a good episode. (laughs) Pirate. Yeah. (laughs) I see a door marked private. All right, but back to Wayne's World. So, uh, I mentioned the guitar thing in the recap, and that doesn't really play a huge part in the movie, but I do think it's important because I think that wanting that guitar is part of the reason why Wayne signs the contract to begin with. And that feeds into the whole anti-consumerist, anti-materialist view of this movie. Because, you know, like Jake said, it's not really that he wants money. It's just that he wants to do Wayne's World, but it, well, doing Wayne's World is not self-sustaining on public access television. Right. But I also think if he did not want that guitar so bad, he p- perhaps might not have rushed into the contract so quickly. So then wanting this like material item is ultimately what leads to his downfall. And then, Which is consumerism. We don't actually see him give up the guitar but it can be assumed that like you know he rejects all the money and everything why by leaving the studio and then at the end you know getting Cassandra from the music video and i don't remember exactly what he says well see his Oscar and, moment, and and i meant to bring this up at the but, beginning is like is any of this even real yeah seriously well i mean they obviously know that they're in a movie Garth and Wayne exactly so does any of it matter it all matters. It always has been. There's like a film reel. Yeah. In space. Yeah. I don't know, man. It can't be. Because if it's a movie, it's not real. Well, is anything real? Fair enough. Maybe I just put my hand through Thomas. If you see two black cats, there's a glitch in the Matrix. And they went right through him. It's like it's like deja vu. I I I, I, I don't remember what he said next. It's okay. like I've been. I like I've been here before. Um. What I, what I, one of the things I was trying to pick up on was that like, um, living your life just to live your life, like you had mentioned before, and it's and I think this huge. The biggest difference was between Garth and Wayne. Um, is that like they almost seem to be opposite where like Wayne does not have any filter and Garth has all the filters. Also, are they supposed to be teenagers? No. I think they are. (laughs) They're very much not. Well, no, 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 no. Because they can drink. So they're at least 21. Oh, okay. And then like Garth is like, hey, you still live with your mom? Which, you know, means... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right, continue. Um... What was I saying? I don't oh, know. So Wayne is like super free, has no filter. And Garth has like all the filters, you know? And so like they're ruled by opposite like mentalities. Yeah. And then later when they're sitting on the car, Garth is like, hey, Wayne, sometimes I'd like to boldly go where no man has gone before. This is not when they have their argument. This no. is earlier. no, no. no. And then he's like, but I think I'll just stay in Aurora. Yeah. So it's like Garth has these ambitions. And aspirations. Well, and I think that's also seen when he's playing the drums in the store. Yes. Is that like everything kind of like fades away and like yeah. it's he's like in. He's in the zone. He's in the zone. Yeah. He's in that. What's it called in Seoul? Well, I think they just say in the zone. I don't remember. I, I, but yeah. Well, he goes to that place. If you haven't seen Seoul. You almost turned off your laptop. That, that would have been not bad. Have been good. <laughs> All right, well, looks like the show's done, show's done early. Um, but yeah, yeah, no, so I, w- I would agree that Garth seems to have, like, his hidden talent or whatever. And I think that scene, uh, you know, I brought down this line that I, I didn't really have it connecting to anything, but this kind of works here. Uh, you know, where Garth says, asks Wayne something about throwing up about a girl, and Wayne says, I say hurl. If you blow chunks and she comes back, she's yours. But if you spew and she bolts, it was never meant to be. Yes. And I love that quote. I wrote but that the too. reason that's relevant here is because, as I mentioned in the recap, there's a girl in the donut shop that Garth likes but has never talk, spoken to. 
Like every time she looks at him, he's like, <laughs> yeah, and <then> he gets <laughs> shot against the wall. <laughs> Sorry, I fell down. Yeah. But then at some point, and I didn't write this down, but at some point, Garth tells Wayne, like, I've learned that women just want you to go for them or whatever. And yeah. like he looks at the girl he likes and winks at her. So it's implied that they had a conversation off screen and now they're like, buddy, buddy. Well, isn't the happy ending? He's like, I love you. Oh, yeah, because she, she's in the basement. Yeah, for whatever reason. Yeah. Um, but so I think that that points that points to your point that like Garth just had to decide that he was going to take action. Right. Like he was in them all along. And then also the uh, producer and Benjamin Cain seem to be kind of doubles for them. Yeah. Like in the evil like way, right. like their evil selves. Um, and I mainly picked up on this when they're at the garage band or whatever, where, cause oh, no, the, this time the, they're at the loft when she's playing for the second time, we see her for the second time. And, uh, the produ- Benjamin Kane's like, you're very pretty. And he says more shit. He's like, oh, I'm not hitting on you. I work for a label. I'm looking for new talent. So he's like, and that's kind of like the same, like, kind of awkward snappiness that Garth has to his conversation. Yeah. And then the producer, he does have the more free spirit. But while they're in the loft, he starts dancing a little bit. So it's like he doesn't have those same inhibitions. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, he does because he's the evil double of Wayne, but, like, he doesn't because he starts to dance. Right. Yes. So I think that's interesting. Very interesting. Wayne's World. Party on. Excellent. So, yeah. um... I don't have anything else. I talked about everything I had to talk about. I think. Oh, sometimes, and you may have not noticed this, and maybe I'm crazy, but sometimes Mike Myers will dip in. I can hear the other Mike Myers characters when he's has some lines. As in what? Uh, Austin Powers and Shrek. Okay, well, I looked up Austin. This was before Austin Powers. It was? Yeah. Because Austin Powers didn't come up to 97. I, I just looked that up. Just now? Yeah. Okay. And this was, I think it was 90. I know it was early 90s, so it was before Well, so then the voice existed, like, like in his soul. Yeah. And so I think there's a few times when it, when it comes out. But there's one line specifically, and I don't remember when, when he sounded like Shrek. Like he was getting hit or something. When did he get hit? I think I know what you're talking about. And I feel like I heard it, but I don't remember when it was. Yeah. But it would have really, really, it would have just been him like slipping in a Scottish. Yeah, but not on purpose. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, like he just unconsciously he went into the Shrek mode. I think. Well, maybe, maybe you know, Shrek's just a way of life, man. And my, so uh, Mike Myers is is our Shrek. My dad forever watched, and always. Uh, forever and always. My my uh, dad or we watched Star Wars over Christmas break, and he was like, you know. In the prequels, this is when uh, you hear the Darth Vader theme for the first time. And I was like, well, I don't think that's right. And it, he was wrong. But it did happen. It did happen at that point, but it wasn't the first time. But maybe about the is... Imperial March? Yeah. The Yes. 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 All right, continue. Um, and it was like, ooh, they're like hinting at. Now, obviously, the prequels came out after. Yeah. It was just like, ooh, they're they're peeking at uh, you know uh, him become a Vader. Yeah. So maybe Mike Myers knew that Shrek and Austin Powers is going to happen. So he's like, yeah, I'm going to throw this in there. Well, Chris Farley was a security guard in yeah. this movie, and he was originally Shrek. So maybe Mark Myers killed him. Is that what you're saying? Ooh, no. <laughs> that wasn't what I was saying. We're on to you. That wasn't what I was saying. Uh, Mike Myers and Michael J. Fox have a weird resemblance. What? Like if I looked at their pictures, I probably wouldn't say that. But in my mind, okay, they're they're merging. I don't know. I and I I I don't know about that, buddy. 
Like old, old but, them old, not like when they're young. I know, okay, but I don't know. Look, 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 look. Uh, what did I say, Michael J. Fox? Yes. Michael? Otherwise known as Mr. Back to the Future. J. Fox? Or Mr. Family Ties. I think that was the show he was All in. right, look at him. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I Michael. guess I can see it, but I would never think Look that. at that. I mean, I know what Mike Myers looks like. And look at that. Again, I guess I can see it, but I would never have said that. They're both Canadian, too. On my own. So is Ryan Reynolds. Okay. And? Correlation does not imply causation. No, it, it... Well, no, it doesn't. But correlation is a correlation. Correla- air, planes are planes. You don't... I, if you know what that's from, then I, don't know I like that. you. Planes much. are planes? Yeah. Not food? A plane is a plane, sir. All right. Do we have? Do, we, do you have more to say? No, but now I want to know this planes is planes from. All right. Well, I'll tell you after. Okay. So the people people can't know, but you'll know. All right. So uh, this is Wayne's world. Party on, excellent. Uh, we think the meaning is that uh, commercials bad. are bad, and that movies are also bad. Question mark. But we got it. It's up to us to make them good. Don't, if you agree, watch The Social Dilemma on Netflix. I don't know what that is. But B, it's a documentary. You're a documentary. Up top. Always has been. It's a documentary about how social media and advertisements are ruining our lives. Okay. And the system is using them to control us. Not the system. Down with the system. The system of a down. Whatever you said earlier. Oh, Better out than <laughs> that was so <laughs> well, Jake. Uh, blow ups. I don't think anyone blew up. Well, actually, their house did blow up. Yeah, there you go. But it was a fake ending, but it still happened. We still saw or it on screen. Is that the real ending? And the other two endings are just them in denial, they're trying to dupe us. Because think about it, think about it, think about it. All right. Hollywood, if they were making money, they would not want to give you an unsatisfying ending. Right. So they're going to give you a happy ending. Yeah. And Garth, you know, he's just Garth. He just wanted to do the Scooby ending. Scooby Doo ending. That'd be fun. So they did that also because of that. All right. So if the it's true the, ending, if it's the true ending, I think it's a four out of five. No, no. What? It's a three out of five. What? It's only it's only one. So. So it's not four. Why? Because that's how our scale works. I disagree. I say it's four. Well, then we can agree on three and a half. Okay. Blabbers that out. All right. Three and a half out of five. Wayne's World blow ups. But or not. if it's the fake ending, then it's only a two. So whatever you believe, listener, you decide. Tell us on Twitter. At PacinoPod. Not the other Pacino podcast that's on Twitter, which no. is at Pacino underscore at pod. Pacino pod. Don't go follow them. We're the real ones. We're even though the real ones. They're actually called the Pacino podcast. We were on Twitter a month before they were. So, And guess who's in our thumbnail? Or not thumbnail. Me. Icon. Twitter oh, icon. Al Pacino. Al Pacino, baby. So, All right. Think about that. Not them. We've also got an email if you want to send us photos of your parents, your mom and dad. We'll tell you the deeper meaning of your mom and dad. Which you know we'll do de- we'll do because we did it in real steel. So yes. it's real. Was that last week? Well that's when we recorded it. Okay. So I don't know how I don't I think, know. How I the... think I think so. I don't I just don't remember what happened any ever. In real steel? Any ever. Me or him. I don't I don't remember what happened any ever, Jake. Them or us. Uh but our email is patinopodcast at gmail.com. No, wait a second, I'm supposed to do that. Okay, I, you did not hear me. <laughs> All right, Jake, you want to tell them what <laughs> our... rewinding? You want to know what our email is? That sounded like the, uh, uh, what's it called? <laughs> Justice League? Like what? when they, when like, when they go back to the cave, they go, Oh, Batman you know 1966? Oh, is that what that is? Yeah. Then that. <laughs> okay. Well, we had to go to Batman. Batman's going to tell us our email. Make sure to email us at Pacino Podcast. All right, I hope that I hope that you could understand Batman. He's he's going through a rough patch. But Catwoman, where are the other drugs going? Catwoman just broke up with him. That sounded like King Candy from Wreck It Ralph. Do you know what I'm talking about though? Yeah, in that video. Yeah. Okay, good. It's Pete Holmes. Um, 
College Humor, baby. Give us a shout-out. We'll do a skit for you. Does College Humor still exist? I feel like they got shut down. They probably did. Uh, sound sauerkraut. Sound sauerkraut. I gotta take a shit. Where are the other drugs going? <laughs>